Hello, hello, hello! This is Russian Tim and I'm here to tell you about Rocket From Russia Fest which is happening in Vancouver on July 21st and 22nd at the Media Club. This fest is a celebration of local punk rock scene and it will feature 12 great bands. Isotopes, Ubic Idiot, The Core, Contra Code, ATD, Elsmere, Anthems, Shockload, The Dead Hits, Scales, Ant Eater and my band called Russian Tim and Pavel Boras. Two-day pass costs you $20 and is available for purchase at myshowpass.com slash rocketfromrussiafest and single ticket is $15. Rocket From Russia Fest, July 21st, 22nd at the Media Club. Hello, hello, you're listening to the radio station CITR and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Life is so great, life is fantastic. We currently broadcasting live from the University of British Columbia, Canada. I'm extra happy, usually I'm happy when I do the show. Today I'm 122% more happier because today uh, my friend Evan October from the legendary baseball band Punk Rock Association official is in the studio. Evan, my friend, welcome to the show. Tim, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for attending the event. I wouldn't have missed it. Good, good. I, because I sent you there. Oh, you sent me the reminder yesterday. That's right, yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, the reason I invited Evan is because the Isotopes are headlining Rocket from Russia Festival, which is happening on Friday and Saturday, next Friday, next Saturday, at the Media Club, July 21st, 22nd. There will be 12 great local bands playing the show, and Isotopes will be headlining Saturday and closing up the festival with their hits. Just the hits. Just the hits. Like you have no hits. Well, I know, like we have no hits. That's what that's what's happening so far. No hits so far, but we're <laughs> someday we're hoping to have one. Well, you, ha- yeah, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> the the bleacher creature, man. Oh, oh, thanks, Tim. I'm glad you liked it. Of course, I do. You know that. Um, we are also made it officially to the Instagram Live. We held right now whole nine listeners. Oh, now how we call viewers. Viewers, yeah, we have viewers. It looks like we are live on what Instagram or Instagram. Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. You yeah. can uh, go on to to Russian Tim's uh, Instagram here. Rocket from Russia. Rocket from Russia at Rocket from Russia. It looks like it's a live video feed. Yeah. I haven't done this before, but it looks Me very too. interesting. It's 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 like you know, like we're like in our thirties now, and like you know, we still get how that works, but not as good as twenty-one years old. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So we still understand it, but it's still a big debut for me and for you. 
Well, you know, we're, we're lucky to we're lucky to, to just make it in there. Right? Yeah. Thanks to all the Instagrams people that we made it. Uh, today on the show, we will play a lot of new songs from the great Isotopes album, which is called 1994 World Series Champion. It's a brand new release which came out by Isotopes on Stomp Records. We already heard the opening track, which is called What We Do Ain't Secret. And we will hear pretty much probably every every song which is on this album I'll try to play today. How about we listen to a couple more songs and then uh, we'll talk to Evan about the great new album. This one is called DOA and uh, Isotopes just released a brand new uh, video for that song. DOA, uh, this is the audio from that video. Summer. The off season's such a bummer 
Let's hope for an Indian summer Cause we don't wanna go back home Let's hope for an Indian summer Let's hope for an Indian summer Let's hope for an Indian summer Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR, and this radio show is currently called Rocket from Russia. Today on the show, I have my great friend, Evan October, who is great. He is the uh, fearless leader of an organization called Isotopes Punk Rock Baseball Club, the best punk rock band which sings about baseball in the world. Holy shit. Yeah. This is happening. And uh, and um, the, the Isotopes are headlining the Rocket from Russia Festival, which is happening in Vancouver, July 21st, 22nd. We just heard two songs uh, from Isotopes' new album. Uh, the song's called DOA and Indian Summer. The album called 1994 World Series Champions. And it came out on Stomp Records earlier that year. Great, great record by a wonderful, uh, magnificent band. Evan, my friend, uh, we've been friends for a very long time. Actually, you know, I looked yesterday... And we've been doing those interviews since 2012. That's a long time. That's a long That's time. five years. That's five years. So uh, we've been friends. And, you know, when we started doing those interviews, I jokingly was bashing your, like, the baseball, mainly because I didn't understand the game. And, and you know, but from knowing you through years, I really, I still don't understand the game, but I really appreciated the band and yourself because you really pick very good and funny stories and you turn them into songs. And I really, because I'm super passionate about football, like soccer, so I can easily understand that passion when you love something so much, and especially sports, I can totally understand that. And then you turn into really, really funny and good songs. So today I really wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about those songs because the last album really worked for me because you really did a great job explaining to me which song meant, what was the story behind it, what was the joke behind it. And really today I want to spend a little bit of time and talking about those songs so it will be easier for me to love even more the new album and for the listeners to understand. All right, let's get into it. So we heard the songs DOA and Indian Summer. Could you please tell a little bit about the DOA because you also have a new video for that song? Yeah, DOA is just an expression that you use when uh, a bass runner gets um, thrown out at home. Uh, it means dead on arrival, obviously. And uh, it's just... It's just a baseball expression for an outfield assist on on gunning a runner down at home, and I thought it was a good subject for uh, for a song. For a song. Uh, Indian summer. Indian summer. It, it's like a, you know that for me, you know, uh, probably most people who grew up playing baseball, you get that feeling near the end of the season where you like you don't want it to be over, right? And and I think that's probably throughout all sports, and uh, it's just a feeling that you have, and and I thought you know also a good a good subject for a song and and kind of a more serious one like it's kind of the first time that I wrote a song for this band that wasn't uh, sort of uh a joke, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, just for the listeners, Evan has been playing baseball professionally since a very young age. Oh uh, yeah, uh, professional baseball player right here. No, um, I've been playing baseball my whole life. Yeah. yeah, but never professionally, unfortunately. Well, for me, it's professional. You wear a proper outfit. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good enough in my book. <laughs> yes, if if the uniform <laughs> means professional, then yes. <laughs> so. 
Evan has been playing professionally wearing uniforms since very young age and he is a very good baseball player from what I can gather. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, and even now he's, he still plays and, and he runs Eastman Baseball League. So I can definitely understand that at the end of the season, after a great season of playing, you can have this feeling of uh, Indian summer. That's right. And and just to be clear, an Indian summer is an expression f- uh, for an extended uh, warm season that goes through the fall. It's called an Indian summer. So that's, that's a, a colloquial Canadian expression. Um, North American expression uh, for a summer that extends into the autumn. Yeah, yeah. So that's what you want your baseball season to do, extend through the autumn. In Russian, we have an expression, it's it called grandmother's summer. Grandmother's summer. Instead of Indian summer. Yeah, well, I'm offended by that. <laughs> Good start to the interview. What a great start to this conversation. Um, you shot a new video for the song called DOA, but you also shot a video for a brand a new song, which is probably one of my favorite tracks on the album called legend of George, George Brett and um, could we please talk a little bit about this video because I like it a lot okay yeah uh, thanks for liking the video I like it too it's uh, if you haven't seen it it's a uh, kind of a rip on a serious rip on uh, Wayne's World the movie and particularly the scene where they have uh, everybody in the car and they're going to the gig uh, listening to Queen uh, you'll you know you, you know it if you see it so Uh, I thought that's a good idea for a video and I can't believe nobody's done it already. So we did it. Yeah. And it was a little bit difficult to pull off, but I think we pretty much matched it scene for scene. It's it's amazing because yesterday what I spent doing pretty much probably 30 minutes of my life, I started comparing those two videos and you did ideal. Like it's perfect. Like like good thing that in Vancouver they be, built those cards on top of each other. That's right. Yeah, that's an that was an art piece, an art installation, and I heard on uh, Stephen Quinn's radio show that they were going to take it Uh, down in April so we were on a clock I was like we have to get this idea done by April but it's still up there so so you're good it's pretty much scene by scene to Wayne's World the only thing which is missing is top uh, five beautiful girls in the end of the video which is driving away was the problem that no five beautiful girls wanted to be in the video that was a problem yeah we had a problem trying to get anybody to, to be in the video <laughs> uh, let alone five beautiful girls so we had to improvise <laughs> Next time you, you need five beautiful girls, ask me. I have five beautiful Russian girls. Is that one of your side things? You have yeah. a few yeah, Russian yeah, yeah. girls kicking well, around somewhere? We shouldn't talk about this on the radio. Okay, Good you, thing we're not on the radio that's so nobody right. can you, hear that. You did bring it up. <laughs> um, and also the song of Legend of George Brett, again, it's, it's, this is exactly what I've been talking in the beginning of the show, is that um, you find something funny about baseball it doesn't even have to be have to do with actual sport it's just a story which is um, connected to baseball and you make a great song out, out of it uh, could you please um, tell a little bit we will hear like this legend of George Brett this is a song about a video which is uh, which is on YouTube and we will play for the listeners this video first and then the song legend of George Brett so the people can understand how those two things are connected but could you please uh, set the scene Where is this all happening? What, why George Brett is telling the story and uh, what's going on in that video? And then I will play for the listeners the song. Okay, so George Brett is a Hall of Fame baseball player. He played his career with the Kansas City Royals. And he was most known for what is called the pine tar incident, which is he hit a home run and then uh, his bat had too much pine tar on it. Okay, and, and they, they redacted the home run. Um, 
And so that's what he's most famous for. What he's second most famous for is this video on YouTube that appeared a couple years ago of him now that he's a coach with the Royals and he's in spring training. And for whatever reason, he's mic'd up. He's, he's a bit of a character. So, like, you know, they want to get some sound bites from him. And he's got this story about uh, taking a shit in his, in his pants in the lobby of the Bellagio in Las Vegas. And he's telling it. And the players, the new players at spring training are like obviously just trying to get away from him. And it's very funny because he keeps following these guys around, asking them like, when's the last time they shit their pants? And so the story uh, in the video has become like uh, an Isotopes like tour mainstay. Like every time we're in the van, we have to listen to it. Like it's just become a thing that we know. And Dallas actually can basically recite the whole thing off by heart. Like, um, and so it's just this Isotopes thing. We th- and finally I was like, well, let's write a song about that. It's a great song. Uh, it's, a, it's a great and thanks and it's a great song uh, like subject yeah, yeah. and um, you know it's kind of uh, every band has to have their have their uh, you know taking a shit in your pants story absolutely here's the isotopes one uh, so obviously this will uh, story includes uh, shit and pants so if you're um, don't want to get offended by this this is the official warning okay here we go so this is the story of uh, George Brett followed by uh, the story of George Brett uh, performed by the okay yeah and, and I'll apologize on behalf of uh, everybody uh, involved here this is the, the audio on this is a little rough but uh, yeah have patience it's funny it's funny it's funny Pardon. The left side. I shit my pants last night <laughs> I did Went out and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got shit. I had fucking shit in my pants. I went and I'm good uh, twice a year for that. When was the last time you shit your pants? Yeah. Been a while? I was in Vegas a couple years ago. Just an honest to God true story. Staying at the Bellagio and went over to the Mirage for dinner, met some friends of mine over there. Went to Kokomo's, a great little steakhouse. The guy brings out some fresh crab legs. He just came in, I gotta give them to you guys. Brings I'm eating them. Then we go play gamble a little bit. Then I had a tea time early in the morning. So I said, Look, I gotta get going. I'm walking back to the hotel. I get three quarters of the way out of the lobby, and all of a sudden I go, Oh, fuck. And I'm standing here like this. I got my butt pinched so fucking. I'm, I'm fucked. I can't move. All of a sudden, you know, felt all right. I went just like this. Water. I had that some food poisoning from the crabs. Take off my leather jacket. Tied it around my waist. And I'm just standing there. And it's just running down my leg. I got jeans on, black bucks, no socks. And uh, I just start fucking walking. Every time I'm walking, something's coming out. It's water. Straight fucking water. Then, to check how sick I was. How sick I was. And then I'm standing outside and I got on my cell phone and I called the guy. I said, Larry, you won't believe this. I'm standing outside the fucking Bellagio. I can't move. I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. And Larry's about a 48 waist. So he brings me over a pair of pants and, a, and some towels and some towels. And so he then he comes over and he meets me where I'm I tell him where I'm standing. He finds the closest bathroom. When you go up the escalator, you go into the fuck. I can't get in the elevator. You know? So so he goes in, he finds the closest bathroom in the lobby of the hotel, and then I get in the escalator, and he kind of pretends like he dropped something so no one gets behind me, tells me where it is, I go in there, he 
goes and gets the towel all wet for me, throws it over the fucking stall. I take off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants, everything right there, the towels right there in the stall. And I'm walking barefoot with my shirt and his pants that are 48 waist through the lobby like this at midnight. Got up in the morning, took the most perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. True story. Who's the pitchers in this game? Hello, hello, you're listening to the radio station CITR and we just heard the legend of George Brad pre-followed up by uh, the original uh, story of uh, George Brad. Uh, that was great. That was very good. Well, thank you. Good, good song, good story, good funny. We even laughed. We laughed. Thanks for playing that. <laughs> Thanks for attending the interview. Thank you so much. Uh, let's, let's move on a little bit and then uh, I also wanted to ask you again like about a couple of songs um uh, rule 21 is the older song which was originally released on the seven inch uh but again what we'll talk you please tell about a little bit about rule 21 and obviously we'll hear that song down the road okay 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 you want to talk about rule yeah. 21 right now well yeah it's uh it was an older song but i thought it was one of everybody thought it was one of our best songs and it wasn't on a full length so we we, we redid it for this record and it turned out even better uh rule 21 in baseball is the uh you're not allowed to gamble on baseball if you are employed by baseball, Major League Baseball. So uh, that's why rule uh, by Pete Rose. That's why Pete Rose was uh, banned and erased basically from baseball, uh, as with uh, Shoeless Joe. So Shoeless Joe Jackson. So those are two guys in history who have basically been uh, erased from baseball history because they were caught 
gambling on baseball, and um, that would have been the 1919 World Series with the Chicago Black Sox, and then Pete Rose played for the Reds, and the thing with Pete Rose is that he always bet on the Reds to win. So he bet on his team to win, and he never influenced the outcome of games uh, negatively, but he still was caught for it, and uh-huh. he's got the most hits in baseball history, but he's not in any record book. Wow. Yeah. That's serious. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Rule 21. Rule 21. Wow. Whew. Okay, and then uh, we will also um, play the next song, which is probably my favorite song on the album called Morgana. And you told me that you didn't think that I would like the song, but I think that's my favorite song on the record. Yeah, I underestimated your taste, Tim. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it did. It's a great song. Um, I really like those like slow pop punk ballads. Like it's in my opinion, that's such a good uh, song. And I like the minimalistic approach to the lyrics. There's pretty much probably 17 words in the whole song. Who is Morgana? Why she's running away? What do you don't know? Tell me. Okay, Morgana is um, <clears throat> a, a woman who made herself famous in the you know through the 80s, I guess mostly 70s, 80s, early 90s by running onto the field uh, during games and kissing players and she made basically she made a career out of it I guess or like a short-lived career Um, and she was she was fairly famous uh, with players and uh, then she disappeared she kind of just fell off the she was okay so she was like a, a dancer you know and uh, exotic one an exotic dancer and 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 the whole thing was kind of this publicity stunt devised by her uh pimp and uh so she got famous off this and and then one day you know after i don't know how many years 20 years maybe of of this being a normal thing on television where you'd see morgana running out onto the field they called her the kissing bandit uh (laughs) she just kind of disappeared and then for a while she was nowhere and now uh you know there's a documentary about her that espn did But uh, over the years, she probably got older. So you see that well, like an yeah. older, older woman running well, on the field. I, yeah, that's true. People do get old with time. <laughs> over 20 years, if let's say she started said 16. Yeah. She 36, w- by 36, it's, you know, like it's still young, but she, her sports form probably went down. That, you know, by the time you reach mid-30s as, a, as an athlete, you know, out on the field, you, you are not operating at the same level as you were as a teenager. That, that's, she just, just finished her career. Yeah. She'll hang up the boots and the gloves. And That's right. She put in a good 20 years. So, yeah, I mean, that was a that was another... That's just like... That's a good song right there. Yeah, But, yeah. I mean, for, like, subject matter. Exactly, exactly. Okay, let's hear it. Let's, let's listen to Morgana, Kissing Bandit, of the brand Isotope album called 1994 World Series. You listen to Rocket from Russia. Evan October is great.
hello, hello, you're listening to radio station CITR, this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, and today we are celebrating the Isotopes and their brand new album called 1994 World Series Champion, uh, their album came out earlier this year on Stomp Records, and we just heard two songs, Morgana and Rule 21 of this great album. Uh, the reason I invited Evan to know today to the studio is because, first of all, I like him and his band, and second of all, because the Isotopes are headlining the Rocket from Russia festival, which is happening at the uh, Media Club on July 21st and 22nd. Uh, 12 great local bands will be playing and uh, the Isotopes are closing the night too. Uh, they will be playing at the core, ATD, the Dead Hits, Shock Load and Skills. And uh, the Isotopes are closing out the night with all of their hits. All their hits will be performed. Um, Evan, just question I wanted to ask you. I wanted to, because you've been in Vancouver your whole life, and you've been involved in punk rock even longer than you've been, been, been involved with uh, baseball. Uh, so, you know, like, what's, in terms of that festival, I know, like, I'm personally very excited myself, and I know that other people excited as well. I'm very biased opinion, but I think that, you know, something happening right now in the local punk rock scene, there's quite a few bands happening. Is it because it's just all around me, and I'm involved in that, and that's that's how I see it, or compared to the previous years, you think that this is maybe one of those spikes when happens in the local uh, music from time to time? Well, yeah, it's certainly good right now, but Vancouver's also had a long history of, of good punk rock. It's always been a good punk city, you know, and it's uh, it's just one of those cities where p- talented people move to and, and find each other. So right now, it seems like there's a lot of bands that are, that are active and um, uh, friends, you know what I mean? So it's created that, that kind of organic scene. Um, and yeah, it's good. Like this is a great this this festival is a great like showcase of of up and coming local bands right now. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, because like of the, that's again like you know for, to me to create a scene you need kind of a few things to happen at the same time that same place. You need people who want to play music. You need people who want to listen to that music. You need for those people to rehearse, to jam, to record those songs, to release those songs, and also to buy pretty much buy instruments and play shows. Everything is happening right now. But also you absolutely correct that there is um, you know this friendship uh, thing and it's similar to you know like I know just just bands they hang out with each other Eastman Baseball League is a great helper in terms of that because pretty much like the Saturday the bands all the members of the bands which are playing on Saturday involved in Eastman Baseball League so that helps as well so people not only play music together and go to shows they do sports together so I think that's a great help in terms of just like bringing people together yeah it's a very close-knit musical community that we have here and and as far as the baseball league is concerned there's a lot of those same people in it so everyone's gotten along and that's it's fun playing shows with your friends and you don't get to do that very often and we're just fortunate that uh that we have a lot of friends who play in good bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, in terms of your uh, upcoming set, what do you have uh, prepared? To, uh, first of all, I'm curious what will be the lineup for the show and uh, um, anything great you have prepared. Well, I can tell you the lineup. Uh, it's going to be Tony Hustle on drums, uh, Justin Safely on guitar, uh, Dr. Dylan Dinger on lead guitar, Vlad Zak on bass guitar, Brad Jockstrap, and myself on vocals. Nice. And uh, as far as anything else, I can't tell you anything. We haven't rehearsed yet for the show, and we haven't re- we haven't played together in this lineup uh, ever. I don't think this lineup's ever played together. So big debut. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> debut for this lineup, and uh, we'll probably we're gonna do a day of show or like a Friday night early Friday night rehearsal and then we'll head down down to the down to the show. So we promised to get one rehearsal in before the show. Wow, that's more than I can expect. That's that's the first one this year. <laughs> 
seven months in, you got the first rehearsal of the year. We Good. might. Have, I think we had one uh, in Europe. In Europe, yeah. Uh, well, like okay, first rehearsal in North America. <laughs> Thank you so much. Only, only the best. <laughs> For you, Tim. So this, this as is the, this is the level of preparations. How seriously the bands take this 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 festival, you know? Well, you know, yeah. It, it's <laughs> <laughs> you just want to go out there and and play like you do every day, right? So you start thinking about it too much, and you're going to create problems for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's listen to one more great song from the album. It's called "Psycho at the Sandlot." What the song is about? Oh, this is this. There's nothing really too crazy behind this song or too in depth. This is just I, I came up with the title, and I, I, I just, you know, I don't know. It's kind of self-explanatory. What's wrong with too much clothing? Uh, I, I don't know what you're uh, making reference to. It's too much. He says in the song, too much clothing, too much something, or maybe not clothing. Oh, chlorine. Cl- oh. Well, yeah, it's about you know, it's like yeah, yeah. it's about. Uh, Sorry. Being going psycho, going okay. insane. See, still English not great. Still working on it. Step one's reading. You'll get to you'll get to diction vocabulary a little later. To to high intermediate or whatever the <laughs> level is. This is like at the Sandlot Isotopes. You're listening to Rock from Russia. Psycho, psycho, psycho.
Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR. This is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. And today on the show, I have legendary Evan October of the mighty Isotopes at the show. I would just, we just heard a song called Psycho at the Sandlot and then a song called Rochelle Rochelle. Uh, Rochelle Rochelle, who's Rochelle? Oh, that's a Seinfeld reference. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, the character that Bette Midler plays in Seinfeld on the fake musical Rochelle Rochelle mm. and keeping with having a Seinfeld reference slash baseball reference song on each album I thought that that was a good one to write what was the previous one? I'm not just not very good previous one was uh, boy someone out there knows they should call in and let me know it was Magic Loogie oh yeah yeah so Rochelle Rochelle uh, it's in the episode of Seinfeld where they're playing softball and George uh, lays her out at the plate and she has to go to the hospital and then uh, Jerry's dating the stand-in and it's called the stand-in the episode's called the stand-in and then so the stand-in gets to play the part but she cries too much okay <laughs> so that's the that's the tie-in with baseball speaking of softball but not softball actual baseball uh, you are the king and the organizer and the CEO of uh, East Van Baseball League uh, which is very successful in Vancouver uh, yeah I am one of the co-founders and creators of the league and uh, I, I chose my words very rightly, you know, very precisely. Uh, it, it's a it's a it's an adult co-ed beer league, real baseball league, and made made up mostly of artists and musicians from around town. With wooden bats. Pardon me. Yeah, wooden bats. Oh, yeah, wooden bats. It's real baseball. So, you know, there's not another league that's do, that's doing what we're doing quite like this in town. So we we had to do it. Yeah, like I, we talked about it previously and we just mentioned even today that that's just like a real league which uh, it's real league because I've been to quite a few games. There's proper outfits, there's... Uh, uniforms, they're called uniforms. Uniforms, there's the people who are called Empire. I, I was calling them Empire, but they're actually Empire Roar, yeah? Umpire. Umpire. It's like the... Yeah. Yes. So the, it's it's like it's really fun and like you know people just sit around watch people play baseball and it's it's, it's extremely um, um, 
great atmosphere. The last time we talked, we talked about the baseball league, which was there in the 70s. It was called Cosmic League. And the reason that Cosmic League kind of went down, because it became a little bit too much. And the last time I asked you about the question, how are you going to manage this? And you said that, yeah, it still will be like, you know, it's still the key is to have fun. You added quite a few teams this year. It's a quite a big league right now. How are you still managing that fact that it's still being fun and it's not being way too much and it's not going over the board? How you mentioned that? Well, yeah, that is it is something that we're we're really busy with. It's the the biggest job of of running this league is culture management, and we have been extremely fortunate to get an excellent group of people last year and this year who come in and basically they they support what we're doing. They are into the idea of a baseball league run this way. It's Sandlot Baseball, all skill levels welcome. It's very inclusive. Uh, but the key to that is to be exclusive, uh, right? So we, you can't, it, it would get watered down if you started opening it up and, and making a zillion teams. So I think we're at 10 right now and that's fairly, uh, that's manageable, but any more than that, and I think it would start to lose its charm. So I think we're fairly happy with it now. It's just but yeah, it's it's the kind of thing where if you grow it too big too fast, it will lose the appeal that that you know people gravitated toward in the first place. So we're we're definitely aware of that. Um, but as it stands, it's uh, it's excellent. Like it's couldn't be going better. We're really proud of it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, my b- my bias and personal question: How's Azatops doing this season? Right now, we're sitting at about 500. The team's looking good. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, we're a fairly good team. We're not the best team, but I'm pretty happy with our with our players. Is there gonna be like the same like it was last year? There was like a playoff tournament. Was it gonna be again over the weekend, or because more teams you would have to do it, spread it out over a more, longer time? Well, that's a very good logistical question, Tim. We are in the process of sorting this out now, and yeah, it's going to be the same. There's going to be a, a final tournament, a championship tournament, which is going to be played at Strathcona Park, and it's a lot of fun. We have you know sponsors, and we have. Uh, concession items and uh, we do anthems and maybe a celebrity guest to throw at a first pitch stuff like that we do walk-up music there's a PA it's like a big it's a big production yeah. it's a lot of fun and that's coming up um, August 11th to 13th weekend so just about a month away and it will be all 10 teams um, well they'll be seated by their by their season's right. placement and and it's just it's a lot of fun nice. it's real baseball and it's nice to see yeah, yeah you know friends competing in that way i've been last year at the tournament you had a sauna boss i spent some time there (laughs) yeah a lot of people did (laughs) it's great yeah there's a whole there's a bus that is a there's a sauna on it you have a sauna bus yeah classic baseball come on down and (laughs) take a steam (laughs) it's only gonna be 28 degrees out so yeah exactly that's what you need a sauna bus we could have used an ice bath you might do an ice bath this year. No, no, no. You're selling out, man. Give them a sauna pass. <laughs> All right. Uh, could you please tell the listeners, I'm uh, just, uh, you on Saturday, there will be Isotopes, The Core, ATD, Shock Load, The Dead Hits, and Scales. Could you please tell who, which member from the band plays in which team? Okay. I, I can help you. Okay, you name the band, I'll name the players. Isotopes. Isotopes, we have uh, myself, and Justin Safely both play in the East Van Baseball League. Which team? Isotopes. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Couldn't have it any other way. Yeah, okay, yeah. Next. I don't, I don't know. Next. The core. The core. Um, Peterson, their guitar player, he plays for the Isotopes as well. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. Nobody else there. Okay. Then we have ATD. ATD. Nobody from ATD plays in the league. 
Oh, disqualified from Saturday. Yeah, you guys are out. They have to play on Friday now. And then uh, Shockload. Shockload, we have Ryan Ruin, who plays for the Mount Pleasant Murder. The, and, de- the Dead Hits. The Dead Hits. Uh, that's Rich Lowe, also plays for the Isotopes. Uh, yeah. Wow. The Isotopes are bringing a lot of the yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the punk band credibility to the league. That's why my say. favorite team in the league. And, well, yeah, exactly. And then Skells, Dana, our first baseman for the Isotopes, also plays in that band. And I'm not sure if Rochelle's going to be performing with the core, because sometimes be, yeah. she does. Okay, so she plays for the Mount Pleasant Murder as well with Ryan Ruin. And is there anyone else? No, I think we got I think everyone. That's, I think that's I it. I think we got everyone. So it's five for Isotopes and two for Mount Pleasant Murder. Yep. And, yeah, th- yep, that's right. That's true. Good. Okay, let's listen to one more song from uh, the uh, from your album. And that's the final track on the album. It's called Sandlot Party Tonight. It's the longest song on the album. Can you imagine it's three minutes, 37 seconds? Well, yeah, we were uh, we were stretching uh, we were stretching it for time on this album, which runs at 19 minutes, and this song has about two minutes of outro. Uh, so it would have been an, a 17 minute album, but the label Pushed wanted it. <laughs> they insisted that we stretch the outro on this song. Could so. you please give us two more minutes of music? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we can. All right, this goes out to all the friends at Stump Records. This is Sandlot Party. Sandlot Party tonight. Party tonight! 
weekly punk rock radio show called rocket from russia thank you so much for listening thank you evan for coming over to the uh, this event and talking to me and uh, being on the instagram video we have full 14 people who actually spend their time watching us talk on the radio this is crazy well yeah thanks for tuning in and watching everybody good that was great uh, we just heard the two songs, Sandlot Party Tonight, uh, which Evan told me to fade out because it was just going for way too long. That was a really nice, that was a, man, a manual fade by Tim, and I thought that was that was well executed. Level, top level. Man. Yes, it was. You must be a pro. <laughs> and then the last song was Gold Scorpion Gun. Briefly before we finish, what the song is about? Oh, the song's about when uh, Jose Canseco was cleaning his gold scorpion-shaped pistol and blew his finger off. Uh-huh. Quite an intense situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Isotopes are headlining Rocket from Russia Festival, which is happening in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, on July 21st, 22nd. The Isotopes are playing along with Ubigidiot, The Core, Contra Code, ATD, Elsmere, Anthems, Shockload, The Dead Hits, Scales, and Eater, and my band, which is called Russian Team and Pavel Borez. We are great. Yeah, we, yeah, it's going to be a really good show, and I should say, you haven't said it yet, it's at the Media Club, which holds like 150 people, and the thing is going to sell out. So make sure you go get your tickets. There's passes for 20 bucks, I believe they are, for both nights. 20 bucks for two nights, which is a great deal. And uh, it, will, it will sell out, so just... Uh, Go get the go get the tickets now and save yourself the trouble of not getting them. See, this is professional. This is professional musician. Uh, the tic- uh, the passes are available on the internet, myshowpass.com/slash/rocketfromrussia/fast. Twenty bucks gets you entrance to both nights, and there will be limited single tickets available uh, for each night, and they will cost fifteen dollars. All right, this is it. Thank you so much uh, for listening to the show. Thank you so much for viewing us through the internet. And that was great, Evan. Two up high, Tim. Attaboy. That was great. That was one of the best high fives I've done today. That's good. All right, my friends, uh, this is it. Thank you so much for listening. We will finish up with um, um, with a, a song, probably one of my favorite songs by the Isotopes, which is called Bleacher Creature Girl. And uh, But before that, we'll play you a radio ad. Thank you so much for listening. Next week on the show, Dan Garrison of The Core, who are also playing the Rocket From Russia Festival. Thanks so much for listening. That was Rocket From Russia. Isotopes are great. Uh, see you next week. And uh, peace out. Correct. Hello, hello, hello. This is Russian Tim, and I'm here to tell you about Rocket From Russia Fest, which is happening in Vancouver on July 21st and 22nd at the Media Club. This fest is a celebration of local punk rock scene, and it will feature 12 great bands. Isotopes, Ubik Idiot, The Core, Contra Code, ATD, Elsmere, Anthems, Shockload, 
the Dead Hits, Skells, and Eater, and my band called Russian Team and Pavel Boras. Today Pass costs you $20 and is available for purchase at myshowpass.com slash rocketfromrussiafest. And single ticket is $15. Rocket from Russia Fest, July 21st, 22nd at the Media Club. Coming fight, I'm done. 